Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We coolin' out. Yo, welcome back to Coolin' Out. Kev. Sal. Rel. So, it's a very important moment this week. We ain't got no guests. It's no just guests. us. It's just us. Damn, I was going to say, yeah, Obama's gone. That <laughs> Damn. Like, yeah, that is important, guests. too. We'll get to that. But this is more important. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. We get time to catch up. You know, people have been, uh, I've been wondering, you know, I got uh, we ain't heard in a long time about mm-hmm. you guys this week's. Um, yeah, go oh, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, we, I ain't heard, haven't heard in a long time about you guys this week. So, Kev, how was your week? I'm sick. Uh. <laughs> I'm sick. It started out well. I was doing so great. Going in the gym in the morning, shakes two days, uh, uh, two times a day, and then I wake up yesterday with a runny nose. Damn. And now I'm in the midst of a cold, so I'm sick. You know how that happens, though? How? 19 degrees one day, 62 <laughs> degrees the fucking next. New York City is so confused. Uh, yeah, damn, it's so nice out right now. Oh, I know. It's nice outside. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? It was weird. I had jackets like you. I guess when you when you live with a woman, they separate the summer and the, the spring jackets and the yeah, fall yeah, and then the winter yeah, coats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to go in my winter coat, my my summer coat, mountain summer, my fall coats. Mm. Yeah, I saw people on the train. This dude, because you know, it's so scrunched up, sweat trickling down his. <laughs> he was wearing glasses though, so I saw where it started. But apparently, some got on his lens too, and Damn. It continued down his side of his face. He didn't want to let it go. He couldn't. He was scrunched he up. Yo, God bless. Commute. I swear to God, I woke up this morning, and like it's been cold as fuck. So I put on my long johns, like the full set. Yeah. And like today, I don't know why I was like, yo, let me check the weather before I get dressed. Oh, you would have died. Nigga, I'd have been on the train fainting. <laughs> like, you would have been the same dude with the, the train sweat with, on with his the sweat face. just trickling all the way down on me. That'd have been me. Like, yo, it's crazy. Nah, those those full body long john suits. I hate those things. Why? It's, they just look weird after you put they, it on and you look bro, at it. It's like just keep you warm as they hell. They do, though. but and it's supposed to snow on Saturday, so don't put them this, away yet. Nah, I don't wear them. I don't wear. New York's so confused. I don't know. I wear the basketball shorts under. Oh, uh, you a hood, you a hood nigga. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's how yeah. your week went. Yeah. You just sick. And a mess of sickness. Sick and tired. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm sick and I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's like the same way my week's been going. Just sick and fucking oh, busy. Wait for this three. Busy days. as fuck. Like I can't wait for this weekend. MLK, my nigga. Like my nigga. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to be off this Monday. Like, I'm so tired. Like, I'm at work literally just. You think that's why they gave you more work? 
Why? Because it's the long weekend? Nah, because it's Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, like, we're going to make this nigga slave. You could be working. You got a free day off? You're going to work hard. Psych. you going to work hard this week. <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump's our president. <laughs> Imagine, though, right? <laughs> I hope not. Shit, you never know, though. But I they, wish. I wish. Because it'll be out there. They would never say on. that. But they trying to kill me this week. Um, <laughs> just mad shit to do all the fucking time. So I'm just... I'm ready for this long weekend. Honestly, you just relax, catch up. I'm gonna officially move into my new my new place. So Brooklyn gonna be my new home. Where exactly? In Brooklyn? I ain't telling no one. I want the I want the fans coming by. You know, <laughs> stopping by the crib. You know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Cause it ain't safe. It ain't. <laughs> it ain't safe. <laughs> I know why that's taxes catchphrase. Word. Cause it ain't. <laughs> but um, how's your week, man? My week is pretty good. I mean, I got asthma, but I'm not like sick, sick. So don't rub it in now, dog. Damn. I mean, <laughs> the feeling like I, I could br- only breathe out of a straw. I trade any day. Oh damn, mm-hmm. you got. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of, real quick, quick aside. So so this straw <laughs> Ryan the came, day, right? <laughs> Ryan came to help me move, right? <laughs> to take shit down the stairs because like I live in the seventh. Like the mat, my mattress, my bed spring wouldn't fit in my elevator. So Ryan came to help me, right? We had to take that that bed that box spring sorry the box spring down seven flights of steps, and it's like circular steps, so it's real tight corners. <laughs> we got to the bottom. This nigga was like my asthma. This nigga almost died. I was like, "Yo, are you okay?" Damn. All that dust from it was mad. I was we, was, we was hitting the paint. From yeah, the ceiling. yeah, it was crazy. But that nigga almost died. I we, don't blame you. And, we, and then we, I moved the uh, it, it snowed last Saturday. Heavy as fuck. I moved the next day that Sunday. Oh, when it was cold. Yeah, cold as fuck, cold. snow all over the ground. Yeah. yeah. This nigga, he caught a cut. Like, you know when you, remember when you broke my, the My skin? paper cut? He hey, was man. like, oh, shit. Like, it actually hurt. And it was like this. <laughs> Yo, I swear to God, it was like the bitches, the bitches cut in the world. But you know those small cuts burn like a motherfucker. Yeah, they do. Burn. So I was like, immediately, I was like, yo, this ain't for me. Like, yo, <laughs> I was looking at it, I was like, yo, this ain't for me. I don't know how niggas be moving like this. This ain't for me. Like, next time I'm, I'm paying someone, I can't do this shit no more. It was the smallest cut in the world. But it burns so motherfucking much. Can't do this to my body. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did say that. I was tight. I was like, yo. That was but, um, funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, outside of that, how was your week? Uh, other than that, I mean, work work was good. Um, What else was good? My dog is, like, not doing what he was supposed to do, so I'm going to have to take him out twice a day. He's getting me tight. Mm. He's like Not a little choo-choo. Not a little choo-choo. But then he, like, I feel like he wakes me up in the middle of the morning to Cause he has to use the bathroom And I be shoving him Like yo I'm not taking you out mm-hmm. And then he shits on my floor After that So That's cause he know Shout out to Chewy Cause He brave for Nigga that. don't respect you Nah he just had to use the bathroom I look at it like that Cause then I'll beat his ass and- <laughs> Always had a temper <laughs> <laughs> <And> Chewy <laughs> Me and Chewy we, get, we fight but We love each other At the end of the hey, day Hey Chewy's easy to love though right. Fuck with Chewy But something major That happened this week though Did you guys catch up Pre- well, he's still our president President yeah. Barack Obama's farewell address Always be my president Hey, I call like a quarter of it A quarter of it? But I watched the I listened to all of it today so Okay yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay. As long as you caught up You better yeah. What'd you think of it though? It was good Like all the speeches yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good Uplifting Motivational like, He's just a great preaching. speaker He is He is Great He really is You know like You know it's funny Like the only thing that, I'm not saying like the only thing I take away from it But like The part that stood out to me the most was the way he talks about Michelle. Like, he was like, Michelle La- LaShawn Robinson. Like, he said her name, like, literally. Girl from the South Side. Yeah, it was, was literally like, like, it was literally like, yo, 
as soon as I'm done with this speech, when these curtains close, I'm going to fuck this shit out of you. <laughs> like, that's how he was talking to her. I was like, damn. And she was looking at him like, yeah, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Cool. But nah, I think his speech is like, he made some very great points in his speeches, though, about, he made uh, one point where he was saying that that basically, like, um, we need to, like, learn how to understand each other. Like, look at uh, everyone's life, uh, different people's perspectives. Like, how mm-hmm. the middle class white man needs to look at basically like minorities plight and how we need to understand that the middle class white man basically has their own plight and mm-hmm. basically that they don't understand where we're coming from and vice versa. I thought it was a very good point and like that was something that really like stuck with me from his from his um conversation. And he also said something about the Jim Crow laws and segregation laws from like the sixties and like how like oh no he said Jim Crow laws and segregation laws like that didn't stop. Like the effects of it didn't stop in the sixties. Like yeah. there's still effects going on today. And I was like, yo, Barry out here preaching because he about to go out now. No, it was good. Like I, I loved how he like listed all the accomplishments, mm-hmm. and he was like, "If you would have told me this a couple of years from now, I wouldn't have believe it." Yeah, maybe I still don't. I love that he preached uh, equality, like yeah, like you exactly. said, understanding where other people are coming from. Mm-hmm. Just because you know you look a certain way, that doesn't mean like you're automatically in this stature. You know, like we're all going through things. I like that he talked about um global climate. Uh, global warming and like for our generations like we this is a major issue that we really need to address now because our kids won't even have a choice in the matter if we don't do something now global warm is why it's 62 degrees 62 today in New York right City. now and, and yes, it's gonna it was be like 20 30 on shit. saturday yeah. <laughs> i'm telling you the space shit they always say the polar bears and the ice caps are melting <laughs> Back in the days, I was like, what the fuck? Nah, they actually, it's funny. Yeah, look they at just the picture. No, oh, I know. They, Al Gore had a big-ass uh, documentary oh, about it. Yeah, they just said a piece of Antarctica broke off, right? <laughs> so the internet is going nuts with this climate change shit. So mm-hmm. you know how Antarctica is basically the bottom half of it? Yeah. A, one Was it one-third or one-fourth of the the continent basically broke off so people are like see this is part of climate change this is what's gonna happen and because that broke off it's gonna melt go into the water it's gonna make the seawater rise Nah. I, be- I don't know Leo pulling no. his hair out No I mean Antarctica They said that <laughs> yo, He's like the Isn't he like the ambassador Yeah, yeah. Leo out here Pulling his hair out Yeah I know But I Leo been waiting for this day What That, that, I, told, that, that I told you so <laughs> <laughs> You were supposed to give me an Oscar And I was warning y'all about global So you know he's zeroing now He yeah. got the Oscar Yeah I'm listening that's funny, actually. But yeah, yeah. did you did you let's do it? Oh, did you, his farewell address? Ah, uh, yeah, I watched it, but I got mad because they didn't show like the people when he started talking about Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I wanted the, the camera to like go to them. You didn't show? No, what, what, the, which the, I saw it on YouTube. On? I, oh, okay, I don't got that's cable. Well, I I did too. Yeah. I did on the PBS one. Oh, uh, and they showed he did like uh he did the gun. Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I watched it on uh CNN. CNN they they cut they cut scenes so. for real. Yeah, they cut to my nigga Joe. You know. For real? They did. <laughs> That's fine. Everybody like stood up around him. He just he just sitting down, right? Yeah, he just <laughs> like a G. Yeah, exactly. Like I know, nigga. You saw what he did today? Obama surprised him with the Medal of Freedom, <laughs> and he started crying. God, yo, I want a friendship like that. <laughs> he started crying. Yeah, he's because Obama surprised him with the Medal of Freedom. Damn, good man. I missed that part. Mm-hmm. I, me too. I didn't even know. Yeah, I was too busy slaving today. Mm. Obama preached about this. <laughs> See them effects from the sixties, they ain't stopped yet. Still got a slave in today. No, I'm joking. Do you guys remember when he did the speech and when he won the first time? In two thousand and eight? You don't remember? I ain't gonna lie, no. It's been so many. I, I've seen I've so. seen like they, you know how they show like the videos of it, yeah. you know, like the little quick little snippets from it. Mm-hmm. That's about what I remember from it. Back when his hair was all black. 
Word. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. He it was basically almost the same message, but it was like he just, just was preaching change. He wanted to do things, you know. And it's weird to see it now. It's in Chicago, so everybody was going nuts when mm-hmm. he won, but it was quiet over there. Like it was only that one girl that kept screaming while yeah. he was talking in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> but after that it got real quiet and stuff and then like it just was very reminiscent of when he first spoke and you talking about the changed. first speech yeah when yeah. he first when he won when he won yeah. the presidency and everybody was glued to the tvs it was like the first they played ti what my president is black young jeezy this nigga <laughs> no they no there was a ti song too that he did a black um obama song I, <laughs> i'm gonna find it i'm gonna find okay. it i'm gonna find it but anyway <laughs> Um, I ain't going down. Yeah, it was. It was nice that he went back. Never blessed my ears with it. Murder. Murder capital. Yeah. Nah, but then I thought it was also it was powerful how he ended also with like the yes we can, yes we did. You know, like yeah. that was like very powerful and mm-hmm. like honestly like that 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 entire family. Like I feel like we're never gonna have another president like that, another family like that who's like so engaged and so interactive with like everyone. Like yeah. they were talking about. I think it was on CNN. I believe they were saying like how. The a president has never had this many visitors in the White House over his term as Obama has. Like Obama has has opened it up to everyone. Like think about how many like just from like like <laughs> hip hop culture. Like how many rappers and basketball players have been in the White House? Yeah, I was thinking about Chappelle <laughs> as I looked oh around the, the room oh, yeah. with all the blacks <laughs> and Bradley. <laughs> exactly. Imagine that though, like a BET basically party and Bradley the, Cooper. Yeah, and Bradley Cooper. Yes, <laughs> and Bradley. Don't forget Bradley. Bradley was there as well. But yeah, yeah, like you just never. I feel like we'll never, we'll never see that again. I don't want to say never, but I feel like not in our lifetime. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a minute before they let, they open mm-hmm. those those doors again for people. Something we like that. care about ain't dying to go to. The Hell nah, like the they don't want to go, right? I have friends. I have friends that like live in D.C. who are literally like, yo, I don't even want to be in D.C. that weekend mm-hmm. for the inauguration for Trump's inauguration. That's crazy, you don't even want to be in the. Imagine how wild that's gonna be, though. I will, yeah. Like his inauguration, all his supporters gonna be out there losing their minds. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be out there either. I hope not. I hope they stay their asses in because they're lazy. You got to take them out sometimes. Mm-hmm. But on that note, um, someone else who, who about to get taken out. Yeah. <laughs> in some years, though. You know, that that, that death penalty shit. They be on death row for forever. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on it? If, if you guys don't know, we're talking about Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof. He's the guy, the fucking insane nut who went inside the the church, the church and it was at Charleston, South Carolina, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like shot up uh, nine people, nine people, and killed nine people inside the church while they were praying. Dickhead. After um, they were nice to him too. Yeah, they were nice to him. Let uh, invited him, invited him to pray with them. All that. Then he just came and took him out. Can't trust him. Yeah. That's he said he money. was like almost reluctant because how nice they were. God. Imagine that. How and then worried he like said that? that he had no remorse for what he did. None. Yeah, he did. But a lot, yeah. of people, a lot of people are saying that they that they that they don't want to get the death the death penalty. What do they want? Them? They want them to just have a life sentence. I would well, too. They'll have a little bit of both. He's gonna <laughs> chill on death row. <laughs> he gonna chill for at least a good ten years before they actually go through with it. And who knows how he's gonna it might be, be treated long, in there? Death row. That that death yeah. row line is so damn long. People don't they don't die for years. Like they yeah. don't. So he he'll have a little of both, a little bit of life, a little bit of death. I was reading one of his statements. I forgot what he said. He said, uh, um, "Oh my god, I hate it though." I shouldn't. Uh, he said he had said something and he went back. He was like, no, I shouldn't have said that people uh, are wired to do this. He basically said, no, I wanted to do this. And if I could, I would do it again. again. You see? And he's asking for a retrial now after the death penalty. You see? Yeah. You see? Yeah, he's going to be in jail. Are they going to keep, you think they're going to keep him in well, solitary? I don't know how the retrial going to go. Like, you kill nine people. Um, go to- most people on death row 
for, to my from my knowledge they like put them you know with all the death row people and like they yeah. keep them to them they keep to themselves so I don't know if anybody gonna be that's raping like, anything. I feel yeah. like that's death itself. Like you, you in a box or you die. It don't matter. Yeah, I prefer, people go crazy. I'd prefer for him to get raped. I ain't gonna lie. Like huh? I would prefer, I would prefer for him to be like getting raped, getting beat up every day. I'm not gonna lie. Just <laughs> no, being honest. I don't even want him to have an action in the day to do anything. Nah, like he could just sit first in of all, a box. Man, go I don't think crazy. anyone thinks getting raped is enjoyable. So like. I want him to like. You know, that's I mean, a good question. What if he liked it? You what? What's a good question? <laughs> Rape or just sitting by yourself for a month? I'm not even going to with your that. own thoughts. Even... Who are you asking us? Yeah, nah, I'll nah, sit nah, by nah, myself. Nah, nah. <laughs> but any the next rape topic. in prison? Yeah, I'd rather go crazy. Nah, rape in prison? Like hell no, because that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather go crazy. <laughs> We're not getting into that, but that's a lot. Nah, but I'm just saying meditate. Yeah, for a month. <laughs> I mean, just do a lot of push-ups, get jacked, you know. Much rather do that than be nah. I yeah, agree. fuck out of here. <laughs> you know he does look like the Joker to me for some reason. Like a he looks jo- insane. Like a, like a like a cartoon character, evil cartoon character. You know how evil you got to be to do some shit like that though. Mushroom. Like these are like elderly and women. And remember in him in church? the elevator with the two cops. The Mm-mm. two cops were like escorting him. It's like surveillance camera from the elevator, and he's just standing there still, motionless. You never seen him? Mm-hmm. No, nah. he don't care. That's scary too. Yeah, it's yeah, that many people like that walk the. And I imagine that, and people are like walking around this city. Yeah, I know. Riding a train, yes. passing by every us day, every day. That's why I carry a gat on me. Yeah, trench coat <laughs> mafia. <laughs> but nah, like it's crazy because like you never think about that. Like I do. <laughs> you think about that like daily? Yes, I never do. I'm always not like, daily. But definitely, I, I, think, I, got, I, I'm, I think about it too. Do you? You have but to. I think about like it. Like when you see all these attacks happening. I think about it up yeah, to a certain, a certain stop on the train mm. after like 125th Street. I think I'm good. But then like mm. 125th and, you know, anywhere in Manhattan, I got to be. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Because like, you know, it's funny. Someone invited me to go see the ball drop this year. And granted, I don't fuck with the ball drop anyway. It's just my personal preference. Two people, not enough bathrooms. Um, yeah. But <laughs> cold. Cold as fuck. Exactly. But. My like my real reason for not going this show is because I was just like, if if a terrorist wanted to really attack, that's prime target. Yeah. You got mad people just standing in one spot for hours. Like you could you could be thrown off for two hours. I'm like oh, I'm still good because everyone's just standing in this one yeah. area waiting for a ball to drop. And I was like, nah, I can't risk that shit. And granted, like you can't live your life in fear because we can go any day now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These fucking crazy people are all over the place. But I'm just saying, like, it do- I guess I do think about it. It does make me think about it, like, randomly. But, like, that's crazy, though. No one ever saw that happen. Like, somebody just walking into a church and just shooting, yeah. shooting it up. Yeah, they were praying. After he prayed with them, which is, like, crazy. Like, he yeah. was praying with them? They invited him to pray with them. Yeah, that's why That's why he was saying he was reluctant how, to how do it because, because they were so nice to him. But then, he, but then, but then after that, what months now later, he said, "What I, was, I would do it again." Yeah, after the families are like, they forgive him. They better people than me. But I mean, those are real like Southern Baptists, like real Southern Christian. Again, people. they better people than me. Of course, they are. They better than me too. But you know, hey, nah, they probably believe he's gonna get his regardless. Yeah, I mean, they believe he's gonna get his. You know, they, you know, you have a, you have a strong faith in God. You know, like yeah. My family's like that. My family's like that. My family's like extremely religious. So like they're like, oh, you know, let God handle it. You know, um, as Kev said, they a little better than me. Because you know <laughs> that shit, it ain't happening. You know, I love the man above, but I just I would never be able to let that go. Like, nah, I don't forgive you. Um, but enough of that. <laughs> this goes back into the topic, actually. What topic? How old is he? Young Dylan. Yeah, you're gonna have to research. Young boy, I'm probably it, seventeen. Like I would take a wild yeah. guess. You're about to use Siri to her fullest potential. Yo, think- Siri, how old is Dylan Roof? 
Siri about to I'm about to call her silly. Siri. And that's why she's silly. You see, that's why she's <laughs> that's silly. Why she is silly. She How never translate correctly. What's she gonna say? Hey. Twenty one. He twenty one. I thought he was shout seventeen. Shout out to Siri real quick. So he falls in with our generation. Yeah, damn idiots. Damn, that's sad. Millennials. Kev got to introduce. He, he you want to do it or you want me huh? to do it? No, I got it. Yeah, Kev. <laughs> give like a backstory. This is your topic. Okay, Kev hit me up talking about this. No, me and Ryan. Uh, it's a motivational motivational speaker called Simon Sinek. S I N E K, and he goes over does motivational speeches. I heard of him initially from Ray because he has a famous speech, a TED talk called Start With The Why. Yeah. So when you're starting like a company, I sent you that one. Yeah. But I stumbled upon another one after uh, he actually sat down with Gary V, mm-hmm. on Gary V show called The Millennium, Millennial Question. Because d- during his travels, a lot of like corporate CEOs, heads are like, how do we handle millennials? Mm-hmm. Because they view us, and I quote, as a hard to manage, entitled, narcissistic, self-centered, unfocused, and lazy, uh-huh. in his opinion, and the main one is on is entitled. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and he broke down four reasons. What four sections? Why mm-hmm. four reasons? Why parents, technology, impatience, and environment. Mm-hmm. So, you guys want to tackle like each? Yeah, each we'll of the tackle four. each one individually. Okay. Um. So we'll start with the parenting one, obviously. Oh, and he says that we want purpose and to make an impact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the parenting one, basically, like, his main premise behind it is that our, the, the millennial generation was, like, raised with bad parenting in a sense. Like, we were raised, in a sense, like, to feel like we all were special. Yeah. We were all special and, like, we're entitled to things. Uh, we were told we can get whatever we want in life. And what, what was his example he used about, like, oh, the example where, like, everyone gets a medal, in a sense, like, just participating. Yeah. So, in a sense, like, they gave you don't, the person who wins, like, doesn't really get that feeling of, I worked hard, I achieved something. And, and the they person, know it. And, yeah, and the person who loses doesn't get that feeling like, hey, I lost, I should work harder so that I can win next time because everyone gets a medal. Like, I, what do you think about this? No, no, no. He said that the last person, last place person knows that they shouldn't get a medal. So inherent, inherently, giving them the medal makes them feel even worse because they know they don't deserve it. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, then. that's what I missed. Then okay. Yeah, but everything else, yeah, it still goes. And he together. says that the real world wakes us out of this like enabling bubble, basically. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't raised like that. I was like motivated as a youth, but I wasn't told like everything I wanted. I could just get by just thinking that. Yeah, I mean, I, I so I. I see his premise. I see his point. No, definitely. But it's, it's, well, first of all, it's not even necessarily his point. He's talking from the perspective of you know corporate, you know hiring managers, people who work in big corporations, things like that, and how they feel about millennials as a whole. Mm. You know, but at the same time, you have to think about their generation and the bias that their generation has. Because I get this all the time. Like people think about it like this. Like think about like how, for example, how devalued a college degree is nowadays. Right mm-hmm. when when that past generation went to college. They were all getting jobs when they got out, you know? So yeah. it's not like we're just like, oh, we can get whatever we want. We can do whatever we, we, we feel. No, like our society is set up to make us feel like you go to college, you get a job, you know? But now when you have like record numbers of kids going to college and not getting jobs or not even getting jobs in their field, of course we're going to feel that way. Of course we're going to feel like we're not fulfilled. That's not entitlement. That's what that's that's what we worked for in a sense. I'm not entitled to this. this what, I worked for this. You know, the society tells you you should have that, you know? And if, if from from someone's perspective saying that, oh, 
you know, um, you guys are entitled. No, you had the same thing, so why can't we have the same thing? That's my point of view on it. But wouldn't that also be entitlement? You wouldn't consider that entitlement? Mm. Because you do think you deserve it just because they can get it too at the end of the day. Okay, well, okay. if that is the case, then then how can you call out one, someone else's entitlement when you already have that entitlement as well? Well, I don't know because I, I guess I looked at it differently because it was just like Please do the, way, the way he said it was almost like I deserve this because I'm – you know, I'm doing what I have to do to mm-hmm. get there. Like, I deserve this college degree because I'm in school every day. But at the end of the day, we are not, if we're not working, then if we're not working towards our education, then that degree is never reachable. Like, if people just say, I, I deserve to have a million dollars, but then how are you going to get that a million dollars? That's what I, that's the way I looked at it as an entitlement where you think you're going to get that a million dollars. But our generation is just told lazy that. We never get it. Well, I, I, but then I get what you're saying too, because we're not. We are also not. You know, we deserve. We can get it too, just because they can get it. No, I don't it's think a, it's not about. It's not about they can get it. It's about they got it, and we then we can like. Get it, it's yeah. like it's like known f- like facts that like uh, college students who are graduating nowadays are getting jobs at a way less rate than college kids who were from their past generations. So it's not like. But if it is entitlement, it could be entitlement, but it's entitlement from from trained. Like that's trained entitlement. If, that, if that's the case, because your generation showed us that this is how it should be done, and now that you guys can't basically provide that for us, and we're complaining about it, then you're saying we're entitled. But how about when we were growing up? What do you mean? It was a totally different situation. Like if when you were growing, when we were younger, the adults at that time were able to get a job and stuff like that. Okay. So at that time, our parents didn't know this was gonna happen. They probably also thought too, like, yo, if you get this job, you know, you're gonna, you could be anything you want. Yeah, of course they thought that way because our parents are a part of that generation where they got that stuff. So they're gonna pass that on and teach it to people. Yeah. But now it's like a totally different situation. Like I, I think it would. He's talking about parenting. So, like, they were teaching us at 1994 or 5, what they were teaching us. Yeah. At that time, it was probably like, yo, if they get a job and they go to college, they'll have that college degree. They can get what they want. That college degree is going to be good. But now that college degree is nothing. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, I know what you're saying. But I'm saying, like, that's not – don't, and it's just, I don't feel like that's bad parenting if that's, if that's what the times are. Yeah. If, if that's what the times are and that's what you're teaching your children – that's that's what the times are, you know, because times have changed now. Mm-hmm. That's, and I, I feel like that's where the, the disconnect is for me is because like you, the bad parents thing. Say like in 1991, you know, 1990, that time frame when the economy is booming. You know, President Clinton has the, the economy booming. You know what I'm saying? People had that feeling like, hey, everything's going well. People yeah. have jobs, all that shit. Then we had the recession. Then shit, you know, went down. Now like the economy slowly picking back up now, but. Think about that. Like at that time, when employment rate was at, unemployment rate was at its lowest, you know. So parents are teaching their kids based on what's going on in the current times. Mm-hmm. So now that we have, like now that we're adults in the sense that people are graduating college and, get, and can't get jobs or you know getting jobs that they don't necessarily want to do, you can't uh, you can't uh, badmouth millennials because uh, because of something that you trained us for. Like society has trained us to say that this is what you should have. If you do a certain, you know, if you if you go through this path, you sh- this is what this is your reward. If you don't get that reward at the end, you can't. Uh, what a job? Yeah. What, what, what if we go to college for, Kevin? A job, but why is is that the main premise of what he was talking about? That's what I took from it. What did he say? It, what, like he said, we're entitled. We're lazy. Like, but he didn't say it. It was um, about work per yeah. se. I didn't put it for. I just think like in general, like things we want. 
And I think he was doing. He was saying that based on the research he was doing and getting information from people, what do you he mean? wasn't necessarily. What do you mean by things that, that we want? Like because he says we want a purpose and to make an impact. That's not necessarily all in a job. That doesn't. I don't know. That doesn't necessarily affect me. Like I don't. I don't feel that way. But like, so like, give me an example of what of what you what you took from that. Then like about having a purpose and an impact. Like, uh, the lack of not knowing is what I took. I, I just didn't hone in specifically on the whole college thing. I didn't I didn't really hone in specifically on that. Okay. Personally. Did you? I mean, I just took it as like what he found information based on what people thought of our generation. So like if we go down the list, the parenting was just decisions that parents made based on what was going on around their lives to teach us. Mm-hmm. So like as far as um teaching us entitlement my mom never really taught me like you get what you want you work hard blah 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 but movies did like mm-hmm. the movies i saw the movies they were always talking about yo you work hard you get the girl blah 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 whatever the case may be so i think you know that also had an effect but then some parents also not he also said too like um some parents will argue regarding um their kids education saying um a lot of the kids were in the honor roll was because their parents fought for it and a lot of the kids who were on the honor roll also was because teachers didn't want to, teachers didn't want to um, deal with the parents. Yeah. So it was just like, I think the parenting thing was it was it was just I thought about it more. It made me think more about how we grew up. But then, and then what was that? What do you what, like? What do you feel about that? I because like parents like arguing for their kids to be on the honor roll like that. What is that? Like, that sounds like more of like he's saying that. This is what I took away. Yeah, that yeah. you build up your child, saying they they enable you so much that you you grow up thinking that whatever you want, you can just ask, or it will be just given because you want it. And you're just raised, I guess, through he said through adolescence. So say for like before you go to high school, everything you want, the moment you ask for, your parent gets it to you, gets it for you, mm. and you get raised and you get stuck in that mentality. Well, yeah, but then that's also that's also a very. I feel like it's a very limited amount of people that grow up in our in our generation, though. I know people like that. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, you think most people get everything they want, like because in order to have, they have to have the economic means to do those things. He's just saying, as a general whole, as yeah, because everything thing. you want doesn't have to be like of economic, uh, value, a large economic value. You th- so I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, maybe from my experience, you think like kids are like parents are going up to these public schools, complaining about their kids not being on honor roll. Yeah, I know people. I know parents who was doing I do. that. I do as well, and it just works. I've never, maybe I've never, I've never experienced that before, ever. Like when I first heard that, I took that as like, yo, that's some private school shit. I've never heard of any parent going to a school and complaining about their kid not being on honor roll. But you have, you know, people who've done. You've never heard of it, period. Like you never no. heard of a friend doing that or a mother doing that. Ever, ever. Never, like, like, never. like only thing that I that I know that I can relate to from that is because my mom's a teacher. So like I know like. Like we we like push kids along who don't deserve to be pushed along. My mom has like. She has had like kids like she teaches fifth grade. She's had kids who like teach, who like read on a second grade level because like, they just keep pushing them forward. So that, that that was like my like personal experience, like or anything that he that related to anything that he said with that because oh, it was okay, like oh true, like true. honor roll kids going up there arguing for their I mean their parents going up there arguing for their kids. I was like I never heard of that before. So my first initial reaction was like yeah, that must be some private school shit. But since you guys know people who do that, then I guess it makes sense because it literally didn't hit me that way. Uh, but I mean, what else he was saying the uh, the parenting. Hey, you guys want to go to the next one? Next yeah. one. Wait, hold on. Uh, do you guys, wait so before we go to that because he was like before we start like go through the things because he was like we're entitled. Do you think we're, that we're lazy and unfocused? That's like <laughs> no. Yes, I don't. Yes, 
You think I we're guess. lazy in a focus? Let me tell you, besides a, the three, as a whole, I don't know. But I know a majority of people who sit here and complain and want things to be done, and they're at home doing nothing. Okay. I know a good amount of people, more than the count of my hands, who want to do things, but don't do nothing. Okay. I don't know. So let me ask you a question real quick. Lazy, just, yeah. to ask, just to ask off that. Let me ask a question. Do you think that that is just exclusive to our generation? Um, I might have to, yeah, maybe, yeah, hmm. because I don't no. know. <laughs> but I think like anything you say about any can be prescribed to what whatever generation. And that's that, that's what I think. I think like for, like they say like oh like people are lazy. You you I think there's lazy people in every generation. There's people who are like unfocused. In Different every types of lazy. No, like I I know older people who are from generations before me who literally sit at home all day. Yeah, and but been doing that their entire life. Well, he didn't say this was us. He said this is how we're viewed. Yeah, and that, that's, also that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So I'm like, I'm disputing the fact that that's why I asked you. Do you guys feel like we're oh. lazy? And then I'm disputing the fact that I, I dispute. I'm disputing the laziness for a fact because I'm just like I feel like that can be attributable to any generation. Like there's there's always gonna be like that outlier people who just sit at home all day and just want something. Mm-hmm. But unfocused, I definitely feel like we're unfocused. <laughs> like I, I I was like, oh, okay, that might be us. Like. Interested? I don't think so. Self-interested? Mm. That that's a toss-up for me. I know a lot of fucking people are self-interested, but then I also know people who are extremely given. I feel like, a, I, but I also I also feel like a lot of our generation is very given. But then we're also very selfish people. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a mix. It's a nice mix. Like, but I do get the vibe of like. Yeah, no, I understand why he, why he put yeah. that as an attribute for the generation because I was like, oh shit, like you know, cause even I find myself sometimes like balancing the I want to <laughs> give back and like fuck that I, I gotta do for myself. You yeah. Know? So it was like, yeah, I I see it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it as like a over or overall attribute for us, but I can yeah. definitely see. Yeah, with like a handful of us. Hell yeah. yeah! I feel like it's everyone though. I feel like all of us have like a yeah. balance of when it's about balance when we want to give you know yeah. be be about you know everyone else, but when we also just be like yo fuck put my head down and like I'm all about myself. Which I think you need to. Have. You need that. You, you do. I think you need to have. You do. It's about balancing the proper ratio. Exactly. Oh, now cool. we're gonna move on to what I felt like was like <laughs> spot on. <laughs> Spot on. Spot on. on. I agree. So his second one of the four of the millennial question was talking about technology. Yo, I I I watched the video and I was just like, damn. Mm -hmm. I really was like, damn. So the second one, basically, should I start with the social media part? Because there was a lot of of parts in it. The Mm -hmm. first part was about how millennials lack confidence in a sense because we uh, social media allows us to appear as if everything is fine when it's not. So like people, someone can be going through depression, posting up all these pictures, making making it seem like their life is so glamorous when in actuality they're really dealing with something, you mm-hmm. know. And I don't know. I was just like, damn, that is so true because I know some people who like look fly as fuck on IG, any social media thing you can think about, and like I know them in person and like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it ain't popping like that, you know. So I was just like, damn, like what do you guys think about that? Like, no, I agree. And then he we brought up like it's um clinically proven people that go on Facebook the most oh, are clinically depressed. Yeah, because I'm you're like, looking for a, you're looking for satisfaction. Fact, yeah. And then he mentioned um how we get uh dopamine. Dope. Like dopamine like what's, uh, like it's a it's a chemical that goes a chemical through your body. That when goes you through your start. body through your bloodstream, yeah, when you like And you get that from alcohol. Yeah, you get it from alcohol smoking, basically like but, gambling. Yeah, but listen, he said this part caught me. He was like <laughs> 
we get it from like likes on social media. Yeah. Like we get a, a rush of dopamine into our body. We get it from he said when we're lonely, sending out, and we send out multiple texts because when people reply to us, we get a, a sense of gratification. And we get a, a like a, a, a shot of dopamine basically. So like literally doing all this interacting on social media, the, like it's really an addiction. Yeah, that doesn't have to go unchecked. Yeah. Unlike the other three. Like. And it's crazy. Yeah. To think to think about like because he's, he's like the first thing I do when I wake up, I wake up, I check my phone. Actually, we go save that because the phone part is a totally different thing. Okay. The phone part is a totally different thing. But okay. yeah, no social media. Like I think that's so true because I feel like the people who check their social media the most mm-hmm. are really looking for gratification. Yeah, because like for example, we posted pictures up today on Cooling Out. I posted a picture of my on my own page, and like I constantly kept. I like I'm not saying constantly, but like I want to know who liked my picture. Yeah, and and like while I was doing that, I was like, why do I care who likes my picture? And it was no like if you think about it out loud, it's like why do we really care though? Yeah, God, yeah, man. I definitely fall into those bouts myself, <laughs> and then I have to like snap like, what are you doing? Yeah, and then I like take a break. It's more now because of what we're doing with this, but yeah, I'm like. Upload and just leave it alone until I have to go back on yeah. and maybe do another. It just you, makes you feel like you're doing something and you want everybody to yeah, like what you're doing. I thought about it out loud like Jarrell did. I'm just like, likes. Yeah. I have good for What the hell? It yeah. just sounded stupid when I thought about it. And imagine like I posted that. I watched the video like three hours before I posted the picture. Yeah. And then I, and, like, I'm like trying to be like conscious of this. And then I post a picture and I'm still falling back into that same trap. Like going back, like, oh, who liked my picture, Rook? Let me see. Yeah. I only got 40 was good. <laughs> like you start really feeling that way. And I was like, why do I really care who likes my picture? Yeah, we all know people. <laughs> and like, like they got to take the picture of the food. Like we're out in groups and it's just like Snapchat. Oh, yeah. Let's get on that. Let's talk about the phone. Hold on. Oh, no, no. That's like the four. Oh, okay. Do you have. Go ahead. For the oh the Technology. social media yeah yeah I remember he was saying like when he was in college the email was just starting out mm-hmm. and I remember when we were young I think I was maybe like nine or ten I don't know but all you could play was like Minesweeper and Solitaire like you couldn't play you couldn't really do much you could make a report on Microsoft but you couldn't do anything else and then I don't know what it was I was able to go on the internet and then like Skullnex came out mm. and that was like. Yeah, that high school. Like, that was the orange shit. Yeah, yeah, you put your name and shit. And then the MySpace came out and it made it more personal. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And it just... It was popping with AIM first, though. Well, AIM, yeah. will, AIM will forever be... We used to be running home AIM to get to that AIM. You used to get the skull neck so you could ask them for the AIM. We, so that you we used could... to be running home what? for that AIM. <laughs> <laughs> Keep a messenger tab open. <laughs> and you talk to the same people you yeah. just spoke to. That ass, that ass yo, night. we leave it. Yo, hit me on AIM. Hit me on I hit you up, or you get that random message. One. Yo, <laughs> yo what? That was, that was it, oh, one. yeah. Two. <laughs> no, those were fun. But I just, I, I, I do agree. Like, we were set up, you know, to only care about likes and. Yeah, no, and social stuff. media does. Like it, I mean, it is an addiction. I know people who like literally on social media yeah, all day, time, yeah, like all day. And it's like every day is a new form of social. Not every day. That's a, you know, obviously like figurative, figuratively speaking. But like, there's a lot of different social media platforms that come out, yeah, very rapidly. Mm-hmm. So like, there's always like something new for someone to pick up on. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't know about this. You don't know about that. <laughs> I'm just like. Like it's so much And it just fuels people And keeps fueling people And like it takes up So much of our time Like whether we realize it or not right. Yeah So much That's why I got rid of Facebook in college Couldn't mm. do that no more No like you said It's just about Like with everything else Just moderation Yeah you gotta doses. monitor it though I'm crazy how he was like Oh um You you put a You put a um Lock on gambling Drinking and You know smoking But then this thing that you have no control over, you're basically like, well, you know, if that gets you down when you come of age, you could drink this. And usually mm-hmm. um, teenagers, they start drinking yeah. at a teenager. They maybe find it from somewhere else. So it starts out like that. Mm-hmm. And the suicidal rate, he said, went up. Yeah. Um, drug overdoses. Drug overdoses. That all leads and, to like, out- look. I'm sorry, no, to add to his point, he was like, um, unlike with those other three, it's like, Saying as an adolescent, like here's unlimited supply of alcohol. Yeah, that's what's it's like not regulated. Yeah, Yeah. that was crazy. There's two sides because I thought about that too, but I already went to the other, the other point, so I lost track of that. Yeah, no, like as to like the lack of self confidence that a lot of millennials have. Yeah, and like they like go to social media to gain that confidence, and if they can't get it, he was like, "What do you say? Like, uh, depression rates are up, like accidental suicides, bunch of shit." I was like, "Damn," I don't know. I, I was like that. I felt like the you know MySpace or Facebook was the easiest way to talk to a female mm. versus getting rejected. Oh, that was it too. To oh yeah, swiping with the swiping right and left. Like you like, want it, but it does fuck up our social skills. I'm not gonna it lie. It does. It's true. It like fucks up our social skills because like I don't. I can't remember the last time I actually met someone in person. Yeah. Like not even like a female. I'm talking about like, just a person in general and like just openly. Yeah, right? like I met you in person. Like hey, what's up? Da da da. Like but like his example was more so like. You walk up to a girl and, like, I have to actually go through that process of, like, trying to, in a sense, bag that female, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, when nowadays, if, like, say kids are, like, 16, 17, and, like, all they know is swiping left or right, 
Like that shit is crazy. Jumping in the DMs. Yeah, like jumping in DMs. Like not even have to like you know how difficult it is to like talk to a female face to face and like hey, how are you? Relationship. Yeah, yeah like it's, unless we're saying like millennials, like the the younger millennials, you know, they they're never gonna have that experience. That's what I was gonna, like at least we're we're on the like onset of it. Yeah, like, yeah. In high school was like what. MySpace, yeah. Facebook, MySpace, and I remember Instagram was like in our college days. Yeah, like, there are people gonna get raised like this. Yeah, getting raised look. on Tinder. Yeah, with just gadgets. <laughs> My in nieces face. know how to selfie. Like they know how yeah. to take a selfie. They're only two, three. They know how to. Yeah, take a it's crazy. They My FaceTime. little cousin's little brother just a gadget has to keep a gadget. It was like seven, twelve. 17 like a gadget has to be in front of their face. I mean, it's time. definitely gonna affect the social skills. Yeah. Like that's crazy. I, I couldn't even, like, when he said that, it was just like, yo, like, it is sort of their fault that we, it's not their fault, actually. It's almost our fault. No, it's our fault. We were set With up like this. It's like, yeah. oh, here, go, yeah. do what you want. Do what you want. Because everything's on the phone. Yeah. And that, like. And, like, speaking about the phone, though. Yeah, like he said. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you never realize, like, how glued everyone is to their phone. Like, oh yeah, we are. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm glued to my fucking phone. Like, Baby. people are always like, yo, you at work? How you texting? Like, my phone's always near me. So like, I mean, unless unless I'm like like extremely extremely busy, I'm gonna reply to you. It might not be the reply you want, but I'm gonna like say something back. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm always like checking my phone for something. And he was saying like, it's crazy. Like, people like will wake up in the middle of the night mm. and check their phone. Ah uh, yeah, I nah, mean, nah. nah. Like if that is, if I wake up if I wake up in the middle of the night to like pee or some shit like that, I'm gonna see what's, I'm gonna see what's going on, on my phone. It's four o'clock in the morning. Ain't shit going on. I'm still getting my phone to see. Like, yeah. nah, it's like if I have an email or something, or something uh, on my phone, then I'll, I'll, phone. I'll check whatever's on my screen, my notifications. But I'm saying, like, why is that even a thought? Like, I woke up to pee. I should go back to sleep. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, why am I, like, taking out? Because, like, when you wake up, like, you're, you're making your brain actually wake up to, 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 like, focus on your phone. So I'm, like, now taking away, like, say, 15 minutes of my sleep time because I wanted to check my phone instead of me just going back to sleep. Yeah. It's crazy, like, how much, how much we rely on our phones. I agree. I um, yeah. Like in my morning commute now, I don't know since like the start of the new year. Every station now, I have like uh, service, service. <laughs> <laughs> and when I saw this, I was like, "Wow, I never need to talk to another person on the train again." Yeah. So I, so that's out the way. At work, I try to put on airplane mode and just put it in my pocket and get it away from me. But mm-hmm. I'm in front of a computer screen. Yeah. So it's kind of like the same it's the thing. same thing. Mm-hmm. Just Minus me talking to people, so it's not even like. But that's because you work, huh? I yeah, that's but you work. I'm not gonna not go on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. You know, that's so it's true. all like, it's pretty much the same thing. It's like when I get home, I know when I'm sleeping, when I'm meditating, or I'm at the gym. I don't really count music. Music is music. Yeah, yeah I yeah. use the phone for the music, but no that's choice. about it. And at work, sometimes I just put it away. But it's 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 addictive. It's a dick there, as Ryan checks his Apple watch to check his text messages, Chill, <laughs> he can't focus. I be on my shit. Yo, he dead ass though. Kev's talking right. That is guy. He's looking at his Apple watch text messages. Damn, why you put me on blast like that? Because it was just funny. Like we're so talking. So how am about- I gonna fix the audio? I gotta be on the nah, computer. Because we were talking about it, but nah. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just it's it's interesting. Though, but it's funny because Kev, you guys, you you guys, actually, both of you guys were talking about this, like how you guys used to go out back in the days with Chris and them, and like how. Yeah. Only one person would bring their phone. Yeah. Instead of everyone having their phone. So like explain that or talk. Damn, the lights just went out in this motherfucker. They heard us, huh? Well, the, the first time we did it, I'm not gonna lie, I was like foaming at the mouth for my phone. <laughs> I missed my phone a lot. But then I got used to it and it was just enjoyable and fun. Yeah. And I'm gonna start doing it more, like he says. Yeah, we got I definitely wanna implement that though. Yeah. I put the phone on airplane mode more now, even when I'm home. Because I find myself 
Picking it up, picking it up, picking it up. Because I like mm-hmm. to listen to music. I like to listen to podcasts where if I look at the alert and I see a text, I'm going to have to reply. Yeah. And then I go check my email. Then I'm like, oh, what is going on on social media? So it's like a... Exactly. It's a chain a reaction. Down, yeah. yeah. Domino effects. Sorry. Yeah. So y'all just going to stop? No, I just put on airplane mode. And I use it for my music. Because if I see an alert, I have to... <laughs> Hmm? You an addict? Nah, I'm gonna go. I got a goal this year to do things. I'm not going to get off my phone. And my it girl, depends. my if girl, be on weekend, her phone all the fucking time in the house. On the weekend, I'm gonna give myself a break. So yeah, but like, what if you like try to like implement it slowly? Like, say like, um, like he said one thing. He was like, we should like say you're going to sleep, right? You should like charge your phone in the living room rather than charging your phone in the bedroom. No, I mean, I when I go home, like if I'm home, unless you guys really text me or I'm working on a project, I don't answer it and i have mm-hmm. my phone next to me but i don't answer that either like i'll just have it turned over because mm-hmm. my alarm clock keeps blinking and it's bright so i t- put the phone in front of the alarm clock so it'll hit my face when i'm sleeping but other than that i mean i don't i don't really be on my phone my girl just texted me now so gotcha. you know you gotta answer that <laughs> so like now that i listen to it right so I, i'm really being like really observant of everything that's going on right and one of his things that he said today was when people come into a room or if like you're out with your friends and they put their tape their phone on the table, it lets them know that they're not really 100 yeah, percent here with you. Yeah. Their phone is more important. Like me and Ryan have our phones on the table. Right I know, now. I know, no, I noticed that. I know. <laughs> and like I didn't even notice it until like I like until we like got to this point and I looked at my phone. And I was like, damn, my phone's on the table. And I was like, shit, I gotta call myself out now. But I mean, you gotta do it. It's just I don't know why. And like even like at work, he was talking about that. Like how, um. Like what meetings? Yeah, go people going to people going to boardroom meeting. Um, before the meeting starts, everybody's on their phone instead of uh interacting with mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's how relationship like they. It's we so don't know true. how to build it, deep relationships. Yeah, that's what it was. We don't know how to build yes, it yes, because yes, we're that's so what it was. caught up in this that we don't ever connect with each other. Yeah, on like an so energy true. level, like talk. How's your kids? How's yeah. your mom and stuff? We're just like that is definitely me. I go in the boardroom, I sit there, I'm on my phone <laughs> until, oh, the meeting started? All right, then I put it down. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's not Same. just me, it's like everyone. Everyone, yeah. And like, everyone will leave their phone face up, like check their emails in the middle of the meeting. It's like, yo, you're supposed to be 100% attentive to what's going on around you, but like everyone's in their phone. Mm-hmm. And that's everywhere. Like, I'm not even going to yeah. lie, like even when we go out, you know, like as us as a group, you know, we'll go out to the bar, you know, and like, you know, everyone have that moment where like, well, we got to Snapchat something. We got to like, yeah. you know, take a, te- take a step aside and like do it for the pod. Look at their phone, you know? <laughs> and it's just crazy because the part that caught me off guard though, when he was like, when you're on a date, you know, and the person goes away to the bathroom. Yeah. And he was like, you just like, you can't, you can't help but not check your phone within that minute because you can't stand and sit there by yourself. Looking at everyone. Yeah. And look at everyone in the restaurant. You have to check That's your so phone. That's so true. Elevators too. That's so true. Elevators. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's, so it's so true. true. Like, like you go the whole date without looking, but as soon as girl goes to the bathroom, I'm like, yeah. all right. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, yo, I done good. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, feel, you feel like you give yourself a problem. Like, I, I deserve this. I, <laughs> I deserve to check my phone now. Yeah, and, that and then you talk yourself into it like, damn, yo, what if I miss a text? What if somebody really needs yeah. you? Talk to How many pictures like that? It's I an got. emergency. Yeah. Like, yeah. You trying to get that dopamine, You're huh? Constantly worrying about damn. like who's hitting you up. Like, and most so of the time unhealthy. it's not that serious. Yeah, a lot. Pretty much all the time. That is so Shit. crazy. But yeah, he's right. He's on that with, with he's on point with that. Yeah, that technology one was like the one that really hit me. And then the next one that he said was that we're impatient. 
And what he, a couple of points that he said that leads to us being impatient is the fact that we grew up in an, in an age, in an era, correction, where we have instant gratification. So, like, some of the examples he uses was, like, we binge watch TV. Um, we order things on Amazon. We get them in, like, you know, two days the yeah. next day, like, super fast, you know? And he was saying, like, which I agree with also. I know people who literally will, like, skip entire seasons of episodes just so they can watch it all in one or two That's days. Crazy, I know that, too. Like, oh I God. know, I'm not going to lie. I know people like that, you yeah, know? I almost yeah. did that with Game of Thrones. Because, like, it, it just feels so much better when you're like, yo, I, I don't have to wait until the next week. Like, imagine back in their days when, like, they had to actually wait till the next week to find but out what happened. People are skipping seasons of said show just to catch up. That's crazy. You can watch it all in two, in two days. That's wild. But they, that okay, one's so, so for example, wild. like I binge watched Power, but it wasn't because I waited. I was literally just behind on it, right? I binge watched Power. And like Power comes on what once a year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I I'm not even lying to you, like I might be addicted. Like I really feel bad having to wait all the way to July. How many seasons in, in Power? There's three. Three, three right? Mm-hmm. So I tell you the week before the season premiere power. I'm still gonna watch it. It's gonna come back on, right? You're gonna skip ahead to season three to binge watch just so you're No no, no I No, that's do... what he's saying people. Yeah, no, I'm watch. saying I'm oh. saying I know people who do that and I think that's insane. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what no, 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 no. No, I think that's insane. But I'm saying like after I finish watching the show, the fact that I have to wait a whole nother year for it to come out, mm-hmm. it bothers me still. Like so that's like on a my on a minor level or like on a smaller scale. But people who literally skip yeah, that's you're, you're a lunatic. So they can binge. You're a lunatic. It's crazy, but it's also because like we live in this age where like binging TV is cool. Like Netflix, you have all seasons in front of you. Like you don't have to even wait. Like binging TV. Never been a binge. Amazon, right? Amazon just pat just patented. Lack of patience. Though. Amazon just patented um their um flying warehouses. So where they, they, <laughs> no, they dead ass like uh in the future they want to make so like they have flying warehouses where drones drop your yeah. package at your door. Like, if that's not instant gratification, I don't know what is. Yeah. Like, yo, <laughs> let me tell you something. I took a class in St. John's called mm-hmm. um, Logistics. I think it was Logistics. Mm-hmm. It was this geeky-ass black dude <laughs> with glasses. That's somebody's son, sir. Listen. Work. Whatever. He got a family. <laughs> I'm a short-ass I'm a short ass brown dude, too. But, he, he, you know, he, he was geeky a geek. Was the one. Oh, geeky was the one that <laughs> go ahead, struck? Go ahead. So, this dude... I didn't know what the fuck logistics were was. I didn't give two shits about this class. There was like seven of us, and we all just wanted to cheat. Like, there was no way we were going <laughs> to learn. We'd meet up all together and cheat. Like, yeah. that was it. This man had us do a report on companies that basically use this process of logistics to basically be able to move their product. You know, how product placement. This man is a genius. He started talking about how Amazon... Because they have such a demand, they were trying to figure out how to build that demand. So if you have a spot in New York, right, and you have another spot in L.A., those are your two spots that you send packages from. If you want more customers, you create more spots in the states, like closer in the middle. Mm -hmm. So it's shorter travel distance times and stuff. He had us do equations like that. This man was telling us that they are trying to do have warehouses where people don't work there. It's robots. So it makes um, Mm -hmm. delivery time a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. That's the first mistake. Then also with that, you want to place warehouses near airports so that you could put the products in the airport like that immediately. Yeah, immediately, a person doesn't have to wait no more. So that's what they were trying to get that customer that's so impatient, not realizing look what the fuck they doing to us. Like they're making us want this shit even faster with the warehouses. It won't stop. 
Yeah, no. Because you got to compete now. What's next, Your though? Your competitor does that. I have to do that. I have to do something even faster. Because yeah, yeah, I have to get these. I have to keep these consumers. What stops me from going to B&H to get a mixer versus Amazon? The price and, you know, it's, I don't feel I mean, like going to B&H yeah, and deliver I'm that a, shit to my I'm house. I'm not going to lie. When they I'm, can get in a matter of, a matter of hours, then <laughs> you But no, like literally, so like I have Amazon Prime, which is like two-day shipping yeah, on everything, shipping. right? And honestly, I don't know why, but I will order everything on Amazon before I will go to the store and get it. Same. I will like wait Convenience. for two days before I have to like go to the store to get it. It's I'm out of my you. way. Like fuck it. I don't. I hardly do in store shopping. <laughs> Just ship it to me. See, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds weird. Like yo, I but go ahead. That's convenience, but it's more patience. No, because you don't want to go to the store. But I could get that thing that same day versus waiting a couple of days. Well, that's actually a mixture of things though, because you have to go to the store. You have, to Wait deal, and you have to deal with people's oh, social skills. So you want to deal with no yeah. one. It's more bad than good. Yeah, you know? you're just like, yeah. fuck it. I don't, I don't have no interaction with anyone. I just want to order something online, have it shipped to my door. Fuck Damn. it. Damn. <laughs> and this goes into the corporation part, but I don't know if we up to that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, is. I mean, corporation yeah. part is a part of all four of them. Like he's talking about corporate corporations. No, but this is the, one of the things where, yeah, like, environment. If you, and, and you, oh, the corporate environment. environment. Yeah. yeah, we can jump to that. If you guys, are, you guys, are done. Are we done with it with the impatient part? I feel like we are. Yeah. Yeah. So now, yeah, go to the fourth with, one is environment. So with go the ahead. Amazon, it's like the these corporations are building you not only with the other part that we're going to talk about, but they're building you to be impatient. It's like these companies want you to get these things faster. They want them to. They want you to come to them first. They want you to be there first with them. Whether it's a deal, Black Friday, Thanksgiving, they want you there first. Again, it's a business. No, I know. That's what the nature of business yeah. is now, which is crazy. It's up to us to stop it. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> we got, it's on us. But we, didn't, ain't, we didn't ask for this. It ain't going to be me. It ain't going to be me. No? Uh, it ain't going to be me, though. But I just, I can't. I just, <laughs> I don't know why. I just love the convenience. Some, yeah, some aspects I'm going to work on, but others like. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know like that's not gonna be one of them. Yeah, I just I just re I just re on Amazon Prime for another year. Like, yeah, I, I order. It's like I'm not avo- out here avoiding yeah. people. I still I, interact. It's with not people. even a thought process. It's literally just like, why not? Like, yeah, it comes right to your door. Yeah. Well, not in, in New York City. Sometimes the UPS man will walk will go right past you. But oh, no. that's another story for another day. Fuck Parchester. I've seen the UPS man literally like <laughs> look at the door. <laughs> they just ride off. Oh no! They come to your mailbox, put the stick on there. They talking about our generation's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> you see us, some old fuckers right Yo, I there. I hate them. I really do. Yeah, <laughs> but no. So like the environment talk. Like his main premise behind that was basically that all of like you know the bad parenting, the instant gratification, the lack of confidence, and technology as a whole. With all of that, the fourth premise behind this millennial question is that we are then placed in corporate environments. Who don't, necess- who don't necessarily care about millennials in the sense that they don't want to build millennials up. They don't want to help millennials Millennials get confidence. They more so care about numbers. Because they think because that they, we're all the things we mentioned in the beginning. Yeah, they think we're entitled. Yeah, yeah, lazy, uh, unfocused, self-interested, narcissistic. But um, what do you think? Uh, Yeah, depending on where you work, yeah. Yeah. They definitely incorporate a lot. Well, majority. I can't say majority. So many, yeah. yeah. They just value. When, and yeah, you're supposed to. I guess he means you should care a bit more about your employees because if you're a corporation, mm-hmm. you have to ultimately value numbers over people. Yeah, that's the that's the phrase. Go to stay, to to stay, stay in business. Yeah. yeah, stay afloat. 
But yeah, many corporations I think could do a better job of yeah trying to understand the people that work for them instead yeah, of labeling. Of course, because think about everything like we've disputed and we don't agree that they label us. Mm-hmm. So that's my take on it. It's more about opening opening the channels of communication. Yeah. But then again, a lot of things that we want, <laughs> like it's kind of hard for every corporation to provide that to us. Yeah. Like think about like. The things that we get excited about, like right now, where we work, where they give out unlimited beer, tea, coffee, all this shit that goes on in here, you know? Mm-hmm. And even at like places like Google where they have chefs and all that shit, you know? Gym, and gyms and beanbags, as he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And free food. And, 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 and free food and cots, you yeah. know? Like that's what millennials want. Like when I have friends who work at Google, I'm like, damn, like that's exciting. You know, you get yeah. that all day. Where versus where like versus I work in a law firm. So like it's like. The old corporate environment, like Same. bring your ass in and, and yeah. do your work and get, make sure you get your work done and then go home. Yeah. <laughs> so Same. like, yeah. That's what he's saying. Yeah, That's I know. But do you think corporations? You think all corporations? So he said corporations have a duty to agree. to millennials to like well, if they can, bridge that yeah. gap in a sense. Yeah, you would try if you don't instead of just labeling somebody something. Try to understand why do you think I am this. Yeah. Because you don't even make an attempt to understand said group of people. Yeah. Because the point that he said that really stuck out for me from this section, he was like, because most people just go through pretty much half and half through life. Like, how's your job? Oh, it's fine. How's everything? Fine. Oh, and yes, like, yes. I like talk to, because I'm a pretty like decent people. I'm 25 and the people around me, my friends are like within like five years of me usually. So we're all millennials. We're all. And everybody asks, oh, what's up? Same old. That's what it's come to Same old And I like And it's I'm hearing it You know At first it's like One or two people But gradually It's like everybody asks If we're in the office mm-hmm. Same old Same old No nothing much yeah. yeah I'm good Pressing. And it's just like Damn Yeah You know And then he That's what he was saying He was like He feels like Very few millennials Will ever find Pure joy In life yeah, they continue like that. And that shit struck me. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, nah, I can't be like that. Let's go back to remember that episode with Ray. That's true regret. Oh, that's that, true that regret. is true regret. That's true regret. When you can't change. Same I'm, old, I'm same old. We're all in like our mid-20s and like. You, you, just, you just committed to that death sentence, yeah. basically. Because everybody has that. Everybody has that person or people at their company that's of been course. at said company for decades. Man, and you see no names. It. No, no, no. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, but no, I, no, 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 I, yeah. I have people like that also. And you I see can the faces. See, I, as you, I see you the, just tell. you like, yeah. damn, you, 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 you stay there too long. You see by the way they talk? Yeah. Like it's over, but it's not. But you tell them it's not over, they're ready to think it's over. So. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's like, damn. But do you think, now nah, I'm just going to play devil's advocate. He talks a lot about how we, he, we think we have purpose. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because, I mean, yeah, he does say we are unhappy because we're not fulfilling our purpose at these jobs. Mm-hmm. So who exactly is responsible to fulfill the purpose? Is it the corporation that's supposed to or the person that is given? All the corporations responsible, I think, is to better understand. If your corporation doesn't offer what you want, that's not going to fix anything, mm-hmm. even if you're understood. But if you're at a corporation and you feel like the corporation is just not getting you and not making an effort to, I think those are two different things. I also think that we're so like we're on like the the higher end age of millennials, right? Or we're, 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 what's the eighty four? I think is when is when it okay. Starts. So no, we're not ninety four. 
That's nah. when the minute, yeah. That's what he said. He, he said ninety four. Oh, it is. So we 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 we're we like right we pushing ourselves into this millennial class. Oh, that's where it ends. Oh, last people were born in ninety four. No, it starts at ninety four. Then we're not. But if we're still in that, I, sure. I, three my, years. I don't know. But either way, I feel like we're millennials, yeah. right? But so, for example, right, Kev, do you know what your purpose is? No. Right? Do you know what your purpose is? Hell yeah. You do? What? Which purpose? To motivate. That's as far as I've gotten. That's as far as I've gotten. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying like that. I'm saying like, okay, like I'm about to make, uh, ask for a reason. Mm-hmm. Do you? And the, hell no. I mean, I have, a, I have a purpose. No, I don't. Fuck it. Like, I know what I want to do in life. But I, don't, I don't know what my purpose is on this earth as of yet. I said, go ahead and undo and that. And that's go. my point. My point is that when he says that, people say that like, a lot of young millennials say they want, they, you know, they're not fulfilling their purpose. Most of us don't know what our purpose is yet. Yeah, you won't know until you, so you do. It takes it takes some time to figure out your purposes. So like, that's what's we're, hard. we're sitting at jobs. We're sitting impatience. at jobs unsatisfied as fuck. Like, because we're not we're not fill, fulfilling a purpose, or the corporation isn't helping us fulfill a purpose that we don't necessarily know what it is. And we feel it's not helping us for our future. future. Exactly. But to go back to um, what um brother Josh said. Remember, he used to work at the post office. Yes, for yeah, a decade. yeah. Josh, yes, yes, yes. and I was like, what do you take away from the post office that helps you with your job? Now he says, mm-hmm. now I know all I know the areas and what to sell around the area. Exactly. And then I thought about you ever saw the Steve Job um, commencement speech he did at Stanford. He said basically that you can't look forward; you can only place the dots looking back. So like Josh didn't know when he worked at the post office. He didn't then know he's going to work at real estate. But yeah. because he worked at the post office, when he worked at real estate, he had a complete knowledge. So that's when I started to think about. That's when I started to stop. I still have my moments where you just stress because it's just like, but you have no idea how, well, you don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah, that's, that's the worst So part. I hate when people say patience, but because that varies from person to person, but it's true. Mm-hmm. And you also don't know how these current years are helping you. Yeah. So that's the, but it's tough. It, it's it's tough. Like, so I feel like, I'm not going to say I do a good job, but I do a decent job of like focusing on what's right in front of me yeah granted you you know you know yeah like both of y'all know like i stress out all the fucking time about like you know me not want to be where i want to be and want to do more things but granted it's also because i don't appreciate where i'm at right now you know and yeah. like i'm i realistically i'm in a great space but i don't appreciate this shit because i'm like yo it's always better but um yeah like with josh so like when you say like you can always you can, you can never look for you can only place the dots backwards like i always try to think about like what I'm learning right now in my current position that I could use in the future or like where it could potentially take me. And granted, I don't know what the future is going to hold yeah. for me, you know? So I don't really, the things that I think that I'm taking away from this job that, you know, are going to help me in the future could be completely wrong. I could take things I'm not even focusing on could be things I'm taking away from it, you know? Yeah. So you never really know. So that is like very, very true. So hopefully, you know, but that patient shit is terrible. That's tough. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, just be patient. Give it a year. That shit could be five. Five, yeah. I could be that old fuck, fucking uh, grumpy person in the office. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that person's threshold for patience might not even be as high as yours. <laughs> That's telling you that. But, but wait, I have a question. If you want to be in that position, would you say that, would you get, well, so you get mad at the position that you're not, I don't want to make it sound like that. So you, you want to be in that position that the person has, I'm assuming, because you know you deserve it. Okay. But you know that you have to also work there to get it. Mm-hmm. So instead, I'm just saying it. I nah, go ahead, go ahead. Instead of maybe focusing on why you're not there, focus. Take that energy and focus on the work that you have to do to get it. That's com- That's no. That's completely true. That's a hundred percent true. Because you no, know, I'm telling you, I'm y'all gonna read this Buddhism book that I just finished. I just bodied this book. 
Yo, I never heard someone say book, that. I know. I, was I just about bodied it. this book, G. Yo, this book is a pure 103 pages of goodness. Like mm-hmm. it teaches you how to detach from your feelings, detach from your 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 um, not your your pers- your perspective on life and like the past and the future are things that you attach to. So like you sometimes when I wanted to do these this clothing line and I made the Instagram, I looked at likes. I wanted likes. I only got 20 likes. And it's like, yo, this is a fire-ass idea. I knew people. Josh was somebody that I knew that I would see. Oh, like, you're doing this. He's doing the um, the clothing. He's taking the, the, the icon stuff. And he's he's doing what he's doing with the image. So it's like, that made me want to do what I... Like, I wanted to be that person, getting the images done, doing what he's doing, working. So it kind of... I learned how to basically take it, take the energy, focus it on sort of something else. The book teaches a lot about that. But, you know, that that energy that you put, try to maybe put it toward something else. A lot of us don't even realize that either because we're so focused on wanting... Like, when we want... I wanted that college degree. Like, I was going to do anything. Cheat. Do whatever I had to do to get that... That, like, six months. I remember what it was, statistics that we had. Oh, God. Yeah. And we fucked up the first time because we took a Saturday morning I dropped stats twice. Like, twice, because that shit was crazy. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) no, but that's true. But, like, I feel like to to get to that point where you're only focusing on the end game and, like, putting all your energy to get in that person's position, Mm -hmm. that takes a lot of training. Because, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm at work every day and, like, even if I'm like there for say I'm there for ten hours, mm-hmm. at least one of them hours I'm gonna think about why I deserve to be somewhere else. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to use all ten hours and focus on just complete work or how I should get to that point. You know, and focusing on my energy to that point. Mm-hmm. So it's not as easy as like you're making it seem. But granted, no, I understand. It's not. It's not. It's not. And it, it took me two years to do it. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like you, it's going to take like time and practice and focus. Can we shout out these? individual guests. Yo, we get, we yo, so, like, we just, so, like, we're recording in the lobby. To, like, I'm not a lobby, but, like, we're recording outside of the main room because we just felt like this vibe was better. I don't and know And the why. couch. and the, oh, and the So, yeah. the couches was in here and all this stuff, but, like, people were just walking in and out and, like, looking at us, like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, they're stopping, like, just staring at us. And, like, I want to talk to them, but it's just, like, so awkward. But they yeah. just keep stopping and, like, head nodding their head. Like, they really vibe with what we're saying. But, like, <laughs> should have took, took their iPhones and made it. Word, I should have told them, like, yo, subscribe to Cool and Out. Get with it. Yeah. But, um. But, yeah, I definitely uh, agree with that. Nah, it's it's hard. And I think this was a wake-up call. Like, when he sent it to me, I was just like, yo, this shit is true. Like, I can't believe the words that I never even thought about it. Like the way that he was describing it and I working with Kevin at his job, you mm-hmm. know, I don't want to bash execu search as a whole. Just no names. Execu search <laughs> is a corporate environment. Like I came from retail, you know, I used to mop the floor, Victoria's Secret. Hey. So bras and underwear, Victoria's Secret. Moved up, went to J. Crew. You was mopping in them fitting rooms? Nah, but yo, <laughs> there's some crazy ass stories in the right, fitting rooms. Ahead, go ahead, but go anyway, ahead. but um, you know, I started real at the bottom, like, and I knew I wanted to be in clothing, so I made my way there. But execute search was like corporate, like they didn't give a fuck about you as a person and growing your talents. They just cared about the short term money goals, like he says. Mm-hmm. So it, I think it's a hundred percent true. These companies don't really care about us as people; they care us about the dollar that we. Yeah, you we can generate. Them. I mean, there's companies out there that do. It's just they're highly competitive to get to work for. That too, because that's like that's like the ideal for all Work millennials space. is to be there. 
Yeah. So like that's the ideal environment. This is where I want to work. This is like I don't mind waking up and going to work there. You know. So if everyone wants to work there, it's only only the, the select few that can make it. Mm-hmm. You got to like be startups. But yeah. that's where we can but, come in and make our own. You can make a lawyer business that you know cares about actual lawyers building lawyers and do what you have to do. It's up to us. That's true. It's just tough. We could do it. That's true. Getting used. Like again, staying present, like you said, it's tough. Yeah, tough. I just don't. I never want to get too lost in what's going on right now, though. Nah, like I don't want to get like so. Like we we're saying, like, I don't want to get so lost in the corporate environment. Yeah, to where like, I there's so myself. much. Yeah, not with us as friends. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's why, like, like yo, nigga, I'm busting that's why, your shirt. Like, that's why, like, <laughs> I genuinely enjoy doing this podcast though, mm-hmm. because like we go to work all day. And we have to be. Yeah. This we have to be like 25 percent of ourselves. Yeah. In a sense, you know, but we're on the podcast to keep it 100% real, 100% real. We're just being ourselves and talking shit and cutting it up. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, those are ideal environments that people want to work in. Yeah. But, yeah, to back to what you said, that that's very difficult. requires a lot of training. Like No, but even I, I fuck and up, faith, too. yeah. And patience. But that's what but you have. You got to. It's possible. Maybe you don't think of. You could fail a bunch of times, but know you're going to fail. Oh, yeah, of course. Because, like, I get. Like, I look on Instagram and, you know, I'm not going to say there's people I people I compete with in a sense of making it. Like, I created that. I, I created this sense of making it in my mind and what it looks like. And to me, when I see these pictures on Instagram, I feel like they made it. So I have to replicate what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And then. With that, I'm too worried about replicating what I see instead of making what I want and worrying about me that I fall into that, like, dark circle and I, yeah. it's hard to get out. And, like, meditation is a nah, huge yeah, role. No, it's a huge role for that. But, like, all that stuff connects. You heard what you just said? That's a that goes crazy back to, like, part. number two. It's about technology. We were saying, like, how people <laughs> on social media look like they have everything going on. But in actuality, they could they really don't. be depressing and not have anything going on. Mm. But we're sitting here comparing ourselves to these people. Like, wow, I wish I had what this person had. Go ahead. Yo, yeah, like, relatability also. We don't relate as a whole. Like, we kind of, I, I feel like it doesn't help us relate. Like, if we're having a conversation right now, mm-hmm. and let's say um, we, we really never spoke to each other, we all relate because we, we realize what we relate with as opposed to, like, social media. We never get to know that person. We put them on, like, a pedestal. Yeah. And we never really get to connect with a person like yeah that's why people are like crushed when they meet their idols and stuff like stars yeah and stuff. i was about to say that's <laughs> more like ideology like yeah. you just you just idolize them from afar and you meet them in person you're like oh shit like mm-hmm. you're not who you're not who i thought you would be from your social media mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah. they fucked yeah, us up we're the kings of our domain like we I just like gotta that. get better. We are though. Like, I like nothing that. can really. Rev Kev, we can, ah, Rev Kev is no, back. But, we ain't seen you since episode three. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but we can like, like Ryan reminds me of this all the time. We can decide what we focus our energy on. Mm-hmm. Like, people, nobody can get you mad unless you know you let them. Like, what you decide to give your energy to, and like, yeah, things that are go- aren't going how you want them to be, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean they should even be going how you think they they should be. You know. Or it just might not be the time. So, got to keep going. What else you got? Yeah. What we going to do? Got? Give up? Remember? <laughs> what's, the, what's the alternative? Give you up? Die? Be homeless. <laughs> it's very profitable in New York City. <laughs> yo, I, I be looking at them too. Like, yo, like, when did you give up? Like. Yeah. There's a. No, she doesn't count because she cool peoples. But I see. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a lady by my job and she's actually on the news. 
as like she's like a famous homeless person. Damn. And she has like eight carts, but they never get stolen because you know homeless people like to steal. Mm-hmm. Why is that? No idea. I think she own like she's. I think she got money. She run that she block. Wants, mm. This is how she wants to be. Like this is her life. Oh gee, don't take these. Don't touch these carts, my nigga. I told you already. Am I gonna tell you again? <laughs> You guys got any like um yeah, we're good, good. Got any closing remarks on this whole thing? We're gonna put it up on Instagram for people to see. Not definitely. Um before you guys begin. Simon Sinek. Uh, the millennial question. Yeah, we'll, we'll put the link up. Okay. Cause I definitely think that our listeners and everyone should listen to this. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys, you know, disagree with anything that we're saying in our interpretations or you know, if you guys just wanna, you know, Give us your feedback on the video. You definitely should hit us up. Uh, you can hit us on IG at Cooling Out. You can hit us on Twitter at Cooling Out Pod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cooling Out Pod at Gmail. Just hit us up, man. Let us know what you think. And um, if you guys have any questions, just hit us up. And like, we'll we'll actually we'll um we'll talk about it next week. We'll if you guys have any questions, like we'll you know spend a couple of minutes you know replying to some people. Yeah. On the on the episode next week, mm-hmm. you know. But I definitely that was uh, that was definitely an enlightening. Yeah. Video. I'm glad you guys decided to talk about that this week because I was like, shit. Like, Word, that's getting played every day. It spoke to me. I was like, okay, got to do better. And he cares about us. He has multiple videos, and like, he's really like, he cares about us as a, as a, you know, generation. I guess not as a people, but he cares about our opinion, and he understands us. I think like he's yeah. on the right path. You should definitely check it out. But as always, you fuck with the pod. You know, Against rate, rail. share. Subscribe, pass it on to all your friends, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your side chicks, your side boy, anything. <laughs> your side just, boy. Just, just pass it on. Yeah, pass yeah. it on. Just your manager, just, just sh- your your manager, anyone. Just <laughs> share, share the podcast. You know, uh, we appreciate the listeners. We we appreciate everyone. We we appreciate the love, the support. But you know, we we, we just want to grow. So pass it on to everyone you know. Um, but yeah, until next week, this is cooling out. Stay cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 